Hey everyone, this is Leah. Welcome back to Nothing Settle Here. Um, we are about to jump into our next episode, which I believe is number seven. Um, maybe it's number eight. Honestly, I don't even, can't even keep my days straight. Um, but today, um, man, this is about to be, I mean, they've all been real, but this is about to be the realest one. Um, I am sitting in my office. I am eating my daughter's leftover Easter chocolate. Um, and this is what life is like right now because this is how I'm coping in the moment. Um, if you haven't listened to my last podcast, um, I'm sorry, my last episode, um, I shared that my mom passed away. And um, it was unexpected, and that's why I missed a week of the podcast and all of that. And so here we are, um, just about two weeks later. And uh, my dad was staying with us, um, with my family, and um, he just left yesterday. And so, you know, there was a part of me, um, I had a few people ask the past couple days, like, how are you? How How are you processing? And my honest answer is I haven't. Um, I haven't because just like anyone else, when someone passes, they are going through all the planning and trying to make all the arrangements. And then, um, you know, right after we laid my mother to rest, um, we invited my dad to come and stay with us uh, for as long as he wanted. And um, he's been here since then. And I guess there was... um, No one told me I needed to do this, but just this inclination of wanting to be strong for him and give him the space that he needed and to be able to be there for him. Um, So that meant I needed to deny myself um, and to be strong for him. And again, even as I say that, I question myself, like, who told me that? Like, who told me I couldn't also be there for myself? But here we are. And so um, today being the first day that I'm kind of um, waking up in my house and it's just me and my family and um, I went to church by myself today and just, um, I don't know, I just felt a little bit like a roller coaster today in my emotions. I feel um, irritated, um, easily bothered or annoyed um, I feel, uh, anger quite a bit. Um, and my first mechanism was to eat some <laughs> dang chocolate <laughs> in solitude. Um, and that's just the reality of it and that's okay. So, um, and then I thought, um, Wow, it's it's Sunday and um, I need to um, share what's going on for tomorrow because we always launch on Monday mornings. And, um, you know, I've even had the thought like maybe I should pre-record um, ahead of time just in case something happens. But, you know, I just feel like I lose a part of the authenticity of like what's actually happening. 
and what I committed to do during this process of like being real and honest with wherever I'm at and when I'm reading journals like my honest reflection in that moment and and so anyways this is it like this is what you get so you don't have to listen but if you are then this is this is it right here um so I was thinking yesterday um my husband graciously um said hey like I guess he must know that food brings me comfort (laughs) uh it's a weakness of mine um and so last night after my dad left he kind of was like you know you're exhausted and we've had a long two weeks um like what do you want to eat like what do you want to do like um and I am um again no one tells me I have to do this I just do this and I'm just like it's okay like you don't have to do anything um like I'm gonna figure this out and um you know and I I sat with that for a few minutes and um a little longer than a few minutes but I was just like I want carbs (laughs) I want pizza I want um stuffed shells I want all of this and so um I found this great gluten-free um, restaurant. It's in um, Bethlehem, Bethlehem called Napoli or something like that. I probably should put their info in here because they were the bomb.com. So anyways, they are like a small family-owned business and they sell all this lovely gluten-free food. So um, we took out the Visa credit card. <laughs> And, um, because, you know, sometimes you just got to live unbudgeted. And so that's what we did because that's what I needed in the moment. This is not a financial podcast. Okay. So this is not like, I'm not advertising that you should live on a credit card, but we did last night. Anyways, I literally, this is what we ordered, you guys. Pizza, stuffed shells, mozzarella sticks. A cannoli, fried dough, two kinds of fried dough. Um, what else did we get? Oh, um, what is that called? A stromboli. Um, oh, and a salad. <laughs> and I did get a water, so that should count for something, right? So, anyways, um, we ate just about all of it, and it was just my husband and I and our daughter. Um, our son was out at theater. And um, we did save him a little bit of pizza. But other than that, like, we threw it down. And um, I enjoyed every second of it until I got home and felt sick to my stomach. But in the moment, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. So that's what I did yesterday. Now today I find myself wanting every sweet in sight. Um, And I'm just trying to be graceful with myself, right? Like, I don't want to cope this way. Um, but you know what, in the moment, if I'm going to indulge for a little bit, then so be it. Again, this is not a health podcast either. So, um, here we are. Anyways, I'm rambling. Um, so anyways, fast forward on the way home last night, you know, I was talking with my husband and I, um, started to share with him like about this anger that I've been feeling, um, And I know in the grief, a cycle, um, 
anger is there and, and I'm aware of that and um, but statistically it usually is like the depression part that's like the hardest to pull yourself out of or the longest period and I know everybody is different but I am pretty confident that this anger is going to be the thing that's um, going to be the hardest for me to navigate. Um, one, because I tend to be a little bit of a violent person. <laughs> Before I was saved, um, I could get really aggressive at times and um, would actually want to fight somebody. Um, full disclosure, I am not a violent person necessarily per se. Like, um, but I could have tendencies of that. Um, I can feel like when I get, um, when I feel violated or um, like someone's dishonest with me, like I can get really um, like heated inside. Anyways, um, okay, so I'll just tell you this part. So when I really, when someone really takes me off, <laughs> it's going to sound so bad. Um, so I know that it's not appropriate to put your hands on someone, right? Like I can't just like fist fight everybody. <laughs> and so we have to find other ways to deal with our anger. And um, all right, this is probably sounding so bad. Anyways, in my mind, like if someone really, I mean like it's bad, right? Like they've disrespect me, maybe someone's like, cussing or been super disloyal and all of those things anyway when you hit your breaking point right because we all have a breaking point I will envision in my head slamming them against the wall (laughs) I mean I have to envision something that feels like I'm releasing my anger so I don't obviously physically do it but I will envision myself like causing pain to them because I want them to feel what I feel and you know I'm a sinner so judge me so anyways I don't even know why I just shared that um I there was actually no point in saying any of that um because I've just totally lost my train of thought oh the anger right so um I have this these urges of anger that are rising up and today uh, yesterday it started to begin and um, as I saw my dad leave and just it was like as I'm watching him pull out of my driveway and and trying to imagine what it's going to be like for him to go back home to an empty house and um, all the things that he must be feeling it was like the gates opened it was like it was like the roller coaster, you know, like when you get on and it's like chick, 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 like that, like you're getting on and you know, like every chick, chick sound you're getting higher and higher. And then once you hit, you know, like you hear the brakes like, like they like click and you know you're about to go down. It was like as he was pulling out of the driveway, I could feel myself going like chick, 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 like I'm going up and up and up. In the moment he was out of sight, it was like I hit the top and I was about to come crashing down. And um, and it was the anger. And today I feel it whew, even more. And unfortunately, there's all these innocent bystanders like my children, my husband, um, friends that I just feel super irritated and um, irritable and like easily annoyed and um, not much patience. And, and so I'm recognizing that 
And um, I feel really um, insecure about being able to manage it. Like right now it feels unmanageable. It feels, um, yeah, I think unmanageable is, is the word. Like um, I don't want to be like that, um, but it is my reality right now. And I don't want to deny that. Um, and there's a lot of anger that's coming up for me um, with my mom. And feeling like you left me with all of this crap to deal with. And um, yeah. All of this crap to navigate and um, it's confusing at times for me and um, yeah I'm not I'm not confident in myself yet that I will um, be able to manage that part well and um, so I understand that there's a level of grace I need to extend myself and, and I'm thankful that I'm a very self-aware person and being able to recognize like what's happening and where I'm at. Um, I'm thankful for the support system and knowing who I can reach out to and share those things with. Um, but if I'm honest with myself, it scares me a little bit. It scares me um, that this theory is rising up in um yeah the anger of I felt abandoned then and now I feel abandoned now and that abandonment is real it is so real and undeniable for me um and very much like a roller coaster that you've never been on it's like when you watch everyone else on the roller coaster, you're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. They're going upside down. Oh my gosh, now they're going, you know, backwards. But then when you're actually on it and experiencing it for the first time, you don't know when the turn comes. You don't know when you're going to go upside down. You don't know when the roller coaster decides to go backwards. And that is the part that, um, very much like a roller coaster, also makes me feel nauseous. And um, that anger is nauseating to me that um, this is how I'm responding, maybe, um, and feels like it could become debilitating. Um, and I want to be able to move through the process of the grief, and I want to move through it in a healthy way. <clears throat> But I imagine just like anyone else, it's like, I'm like, all right, like, let's get through this. Like, let's get through this. I don't want to be stuck anywhere. I don't want to, um, this to take any longer than it needs to. But I guess there is no time stamp on this, right? So um, anyway, fast forward. So I was thinking between yesterday and today, like, um, obviously when you lose someone, you begin to look at life differently, right? Like your perspective begins to change on things. And I just thought of like, you know, what did my my mom left, what did she leave me with? And, um, you know, my mom left me with a lot of things to have to deal with now. 
and navigate through, as I was saying. And um, I began to think, like, what am I leaving my kids with? Like, one day they will stand and they're going to say, like, what they remember me by. And, um, man, that, that thought alone really hit me to the core because, see, as parents, we are giving our children something, aren't we? And I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about the jewelry that your grandma left you or the ring, um, the bonds or the stocks or the house or the, the summer house. Like, yeah, it's great. Those things are fun and whatever, but those things don't last. The things that last are um, the memories, the support, the love, the patience, or it could be the lack thereof, the lack of patience, the lack of their presence in your life. And um, I began to process like, what am I leaving my children with? Because see, we leave things for them and they, they have to pick it up, right? Like, I have to pick up all this stuff. I'm carrying all these things that my mom left me. And the things that she left me are heavy. They are burdensome. And they have so much weight to them. And now I'm I'm carrying these things. And I need to begin to unpack them, right? And as I unpack them, like luggage that has been stuffed away that we forgot um, begins to smell and some of this stuff stinks and it's like I don't want to unpack it I want to keep it tucked there but it's so heavy that I can't bear to carry it and so I need to go through this process right and so it's like I, I immediately began to feel convicted of what do I lay on my kids what are they picking up from me? What is what is it that I'm leaving them with? Because I want I want my kids to say my mom was supportive. She she loved me so well. She was present in my life. She um she was there for me. She was encouraging and um, that she loved God, that she um, always believed in us. Those are the things that I want my kids to carry, right? Because those things they will carry with them. I don't want my kids to carry my impatience, my um, quickness, um, or to remember me as a mom who was um, easily annoyed or irritable, or, um, I don't know, I think, like, as parents, we have to be so aware of what are we putting on our kids, because what we put on them, they have to carry, and what is the weight to the things that they're carrying, and, um, again, I, I know that I can be really hard on myself and have a lot of mom guilt and all of those things. And well, at the same time, um, this is a great time for me to reflect 
on what's just happened and then how I internalize that to being a mom myself. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to be perfect and knock it out of the park all the time. Um, but I do need to be intentional in working out my stuff so that it's not rolling over on my kids. See, if I don't unpack my dirty suitcase, that whether I put the dirty laundry in there or my parents put the dirty laundry in there, whatever, whoever put it in, I'm carrying that. I, I have that load. So it is my responsibility to unpack it. It's my responsibility to deal with the baggage that I carry. Because if I don't, then I leave it for the next person to pick up. And those, the next person are the people in our circle. It's our kids. It's our spouse. And it's my responsibility to deal with that. It's not, it's not my, my husband's responsibility to deal with my abandonment issues. It's not his job. He wasn't the one that abandoned me. It's not, it's not his job to make up for the lost experiences that I've had in other relationships. It's not his job. He wasn't my offender, right? Now, does that mean that he can't give me more grace in certain areas and um, love me in different ways that speak to me? Of course, and he does. But what I'm saying is when we put our pain in somebody, not our pain, but our, yeah, I guess our pain, and make it somebody else's responsibility to fix it. Because it's not. And just like my wounded relationship with my mom cannot roll over into my relationship with my children. Because it's not their job to fulfill a missing piece that I had with my mom. It's not their responsibility to mend something that's broken in me. That is not their job and nor their responsibility. And so I have, I'm finding myself reflect on a lot of those things and process through how I am going to deal with this baggage and this Um, the weight that I'm carrying and what are the areas that I need to um, that I need to deal with that I need to continue working through what are the areas that I'm putting on other people that they were never meant to carry it was never their luggage to pick up and I'm wanting to just I just have this um, desire to um to be better, to to continue to learn myself. You see, we have to be constant learners of who we are because we're constantly changing. With every experience we have with age, all of that, um, we need to be curious about who we are and asking our own selves, like, how come I'm thinking that way? Where Where is that thought coming from? Um, even how I started where I was like, Who told me I needed to be strong for everyone else? Like, who gave me that idea? I'm not saying it's a wrong idea, but I should be curious enough to say, like, is that even correct? Is that even how I should be processing? Like, what's healthy right now? Because, see, we have so many thoughts in one day that we need to, like, pause and begin to think, like, who told me that? Is that even true? 
Um, and why, where did I come up with this? Where did I come up with this idea that this is how it's supposed to look or how it's supposed to be? And so I just am reflecting and challenging myself um, to stay curious um, and to be okay that it's, it's okay to not be okay, right? It's okay to not be okay. So, um, and just more aware of my words with my kids and my, my husband and, um, what responsibilities that maybe I have passed off to others to fix or manage for me because it's not their job. And so I challenge you, I challenge you to stay curious about who you are, to stay curious um, about your behaviors or why you respond a certain way. And in the meantime, while I stay curious, I will eat chocolate when I want to have some chocolate. I will eat some carbs when I want to eat some carbs. I'll cry when I want to cry. Um, maybe I'll scream or um, whatever it is. I'm going to allow myself the space to do what I need to do while I challenge myself not to stay there. I hope that makes sense. It's okay to do what you need to do, but don't get stuck somewhere, right? Um, So anyways, until next time, friends, I'll see you then. 